Welcome to the broadcast today here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio program. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. It's such an honor to be the executive director of Bible Tracks Incorporated and the host of this program. I'd like to thank you for beginning your week right here with us. As we have the past few weeks, as we go into this most wonderful time of the year, and truly, I hope it is a wonderful time for you and yours, I'd like to focus on a specific gospel tract that I think might be a help to you today. Now, of course, at our website, BibleTracksInc.org, you can get 30, 40, 50 different kinds of gospel tracts completely free of charge. We have many different titles in many different languages as well, but the one I'd like to draw your attention to today is called The Characters of Christmas. Of course, as we think back on that first Christmas story some 2,000 years ago, what are some names that come to mind? Some characters in that account, of course, we know Jesus Christ, the infant child, his mother, Mary, his earthly father, Joseph. But who else do you think of? Do you think of the wise men? How about the shepherds? Well, this gospel track called The Characters of Christmas features each of these characters and tells you a little bit about why they shouldn't have been able to have a part in the first nativity. You say, hold on a second. Why shouldn't any of these people have had a part? Well, they all had some mitigating factors, some limitations on their life, and yet God still used them. Can I tell you, friend, God wants to use you. Can I tell you something else? God wants to have a deep and personal relationship with each and every one that is under the sound of my voice right now. If you'd like to know more about what I'm talking about, go to our website, BibleTracksInc.org, and order this gospel track for free. For over eight decades, BTI, Bible Tracks Inc., has been providing gospel tracks just like this one, completely free of charge, and we're not going to stop anytime soon. So go to our website, BibleTracksInc.org, and order your copy in this Christmas season, this amazing, holly, jolly Christmas season, I'd like to offer this completely free of charge. Call it my gift to you. Now, as we draw close to the end of this year, of course, it's been a tumultuous year, a lot of turmoil, a lot of circumstances of life, some well outside of our control, it seems like, have gone on. But I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear a praise report. One of the great things about this broadcast is the opportunity to interact with our listeners. And I've literally had hundreds of you correspond with me. And to date, as far as I know, I've not neglected to respond to a single one. And so I'd love to keep that streak going. And one way that you can contact me, if you have a praise report, if you have some encouraging note that you'd like to leave, or maybe tell me what you're most thankful about this year. I know we're past the Thanksgiving season, but really we should always be in a spirit of thanksgiving to the Lord our God. And if you'd like to let me know, what are you thankful for? Even in the midst of this year, with everything that's gone on, I'd love to hear from you. You can text me directly at 
309-316-7240. Again, that's 309-316-7240. Now, we're going to jump into uh, the next Bible study here in just a moment, but I'd like to review what we talked about last week. We spoke about a sobering and a really almost depressing introduction to a place called hell. In reality, this place called hell doesn't need to be depressing to you and to me as a Christian. What it really should be is an inspiration to tell others about the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who has offered us free salvation from that horrible place called hell. We also spoke about what kind of people go to hell. And if you missed those programs, then I'd love for you to visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org. You can find links there to listen to the podcast version, to listen to the YouTube version of this program. They are all archived, and you can listen to those because I believe even though a discussion on hell, it seems to be a little bit uh, perturbing, a little bit bothersome to some because this idea of hell can be offensive in a way because people's beliefs don't line up with scripture. And so if you or maybe a friend of yours could be helped by a biblical view, we used many scripture verses in our discussion on hell, and if it could be a help to you, please do that. We also, towards the end of the week, we talked about the magnitude of God's forgiveness. Now that's a lesson that we should take to heart because God has forgiven us much. The day that you and I think that we don't have much that we need forgiveness for, friend, that's a sad day. That's a scary day. Don't call into question the magnitude of God's forgiveness. And then we end the week by asking this question, how well do you forgive others? Friend, I hope that you have no problem realizing the fact that you've been forgiven so much by an almighty God means that we should forgive others as well. Today, we're going in a different direction. We are going to jump into discipleship study number 29. And as I've made mention of many times before, you can receive these studies completely free of charge. Just go to our website. Once again, I know I've said it three or four times, but please avail yourself of this great opportunity, BibleTracksInc.org. Here's the subject matter that we will be discussing today. In discipleship study number 29, let's talk about breaking habits. Breaking habits. Maybe here are some words that you've used. Preacher, friend, evangelist, I need victory in my life. I have this specific area I just cannot seem to conquer. I can't do it. I have a habit I just cannot seem to break. It's hindering my Christian life. What can I do? If we were truthful, I think we could all be honest enough to say that we have found ourselves in a circumstance like that before. These are words that I often hear, that pastors often hear. People want to change, but they cannot seem to make it over certain habits. One of the reasons I'm bringing this discipleship study to light right now is we're fast coming up on a time when people will begin to make New Year's resolutions. And friend... I am all about you improving yourself, but I want you to do it in a scriptural, in a spiritual way. 
I want you to become the best version of what you can be, but I want you to do it because you're becoming more like Christ. Not because you're following after the whims and the wills of the world, but because you want to be more like our Lord and Savior. And so let's take a biblical look at how this can be done. Is just a daily prayer and Bible reading, is that enough? Well, for some of you that have been praying and reading your Bible and you still struggle with these things, you'll say, no, it does not seem to be enough. Can I tell you, friend, God never gives us commands without the grace to obey them. There are many mandates of scripture that should be holden to by us as Christians, but how can we do that when we seem to have habits that run awry and run counter to what we feel like we should be doing? Here are some steps that, if followed, may very well be your answer. First of all, I'd like to point out some specific scripture. Specific scripture. Remember, when Jesus was tempted by the devil in Matthew chapter number 4, maybe you can find yourself there. Matthew chapter number 4. I want you to look at this circumstance. Matthew 4. Each time that he was tempted by the devil... And remember, this is coming on the heels of a very weakening time for Jesus Christ. He had just been fasting for many days, and Jesus is accosted by the devil, and he's tempted. All he ever did was, quote, scripture, specific scripture. He talked about temptation. Verse number three of chapter four, and when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. So here's the temptation side of it. Then verse number six, and saith unto him again, the devil, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down for it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee. And in their hands, they shall bear thee up lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. That's the second temptation. The next one, verse nine, and saith unto him one more time, all these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Three different temptations. Let's look at Jesus' response to each. Verse number four. Jesus, in response to the first temptation of making the stones become bread, but he answered and said, it is written. That's interesting. He refers back to scripture. Remember in John 1, 1, the Bible tells us that in the beginning was the word, the word, Jesus Christ, the word in the flesh. He still felt necessary to say it is written. He didn't create something new. He went back to the annals of scripture and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And then in response to the temptation, the second temptation of verse number six, in verse seven, Jesus said unto him, it is written again. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Once again, God Almighty in human flesh, Jesus Christ, a third part of the Trinity, felt it necessary to refer back to Scripture. Friend, if Jesus does that, then you and I should do that. Let's look at the last one. The temptation is found in verse number 9. The devil prompts him and tries to tempt him by saying, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. And then in verse number 10, Jesus said, uh, Then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, 
Again, it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And then you'll notice in verse number 11, Then the devil leaveth him. The devil left him alone. Now, did it take three strikes? Oh, absolutely. The devil, Satan, he's a persistent character. But the key to overcoming a habit, a temptation, it's not just to quote scripture, but the specificity of scripture that combats that temptation. Well, here's a question for you, friend. How can you quote the right scripture if you don't know your Bible? We are going to draw this study to a close today and pick it back up tomorrow as we get into some practical ways to overcome those bad habits in your life. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to contact us. Visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.